Hello, uh, this is Andrea from Empowered Healer Goddess. Welcome. If you're here for the first time, I just want to share you, with you that this podcast are focused on empowering healers and spiritual coaches who need a shift of energy or in search of some deeper answers. And today's episode, it's called Getting Nourished by Life. What I want to focus uh, on today is an experience which has been part of my life for a long, long time. Uh, of course, with, uh, with some breaks. It's about isolating ourselves for, for different reasons. Usually my reasons were that connected with a sense of inadequacy. Like for instance, from a very early childhood, I started wondering uh, about very deep, deep matters. Uh, I played like other children with toys. I had friends, I spent time outside. But apart from this, I was really very, I had like a mystical experience, I could say. I had a very meditative relationship with life and the questions which I asked were not really honored by the adults who surrounded me. For instance, uh, I remember playing with children and uh, during holiday, like during summer holiday, and I used to spend time uh, at my grandmother's house. It was a beautiful house with huge garden. So I had my friends over and every evening I noticed some repetitive patterns and cycles that the morning came and then the afternoon and in the evening and every day uh, had a beginning and an end and everything finished at a certain moment and having that type of recognition for me it was like okay everything and I assisted at uh, many many family members dads like they were quite old and as a child I remember going to so many funerals so somehow I asked I I was very curious what is behind what is behind this this veil of death, because I was really sometimes scared to see that stillness, that person that I was able to speak to and suddenly they just disappear. Where do they go? I kind of sensed that this cannot be the end, that it's not possible that that person just disappears completely. So all these type of questions were, were lingering in my mind. And uh, for instance, I started to like watching this this game and this balance between life and death. I said, okay, is there anything which doesn't come to an end? Is there anything which is always there? And I was very, like, I was very young. I was probably eight when I started. But I didn't really share this question with someone. It was just for me to wonder, like I wanted to discover it myself, not to get a straight answer from someone. It was just my curiosity and my exploration of life. But somehow, not 
really being able to find some adults who who had the same genuine curiosity and somebody who was like a mystic like my father was a great intellectual he was a very well-read person and he had great knowledge in so many fields but he didn't have this this let's say contemplative relationship with life so I really didn't have anybody to relate to as a child and that made me feel isolated and that created actually a pattern as I do not have really other any deep traumas. Um, so that was a pattern in my life. Whenever there was someone, whenever I had some mystical experience or some bliss or I was really trying to dig deep inside myself and there was nobody else to relate to, to similar experience and to share and to somehow embrace me with, with this uh, with these deep experiences and to reflect myself in another person. Whenever that happened in my, let's say, early adulthood or teenage or anything, um, I, I isolated myself and I think that probably I had some sense of loneliness sometimes, but I was not sad or lonely. I just felt isolated. I just had a very deep sense of separation from other people uh, once, once in a while. And as an adult, uh, there were very long periods when I really isolated myself. And sometimes the consequences of such a, such a process were not very pleasant. So there is one thing not to always engage with people and to get distracted by life, just going to parties and uh, waste your time and get really distracting and not being co-focused. This is one thing. And I would never recommend that to anybody, especially not to somebody who is really deeply on a, on a spiritual path seeking for for themselves so this is another extreme like that you really despite the fact that you have this urge to seek for the truth and for for the real you and to let's say allow some fake aspects or masks which we which we surrounded ourselves with during our lives to dissolve in this process of any spiritual practice there is the other extreme when you when you completely isolate yourself, thinking that you are going to solve something, seeking for some answers which really do not come yet because it's not yet the it's not yet the moment, and then you find yourselves um, completely separate, cut relationship with people, and really lost. And this has happened to me. And of course, the pandemic contributed to this uh, somehow and uh, contributed, like uh, made things worse somehow, as I was not socializing very much uh, before as well. And I really, and I somehow persisted in this state of isolation as a self-punishment, I was absolutely not aware of that, for not seeking for this 
permanent state of balance, which I think is really very difficult to get. And I think this is not something which we will seek for. I think it's quite dangerous to seek for a state of spirit where you are absolutely not disturbed by anything, not even by very strong emotions. So somehow I was like prolonged this state of isolation as a self-punishment for not being able to find some very steady balance inside myself. And I realized that I somehow cut this nourishment, which was actually the the main message of this of this podcast, of this episode, is allow yourself to get nourished by life. And this is a very, very big topic because when we have this kind of loneliness or even this vanity that we are separated from life and we think that this is mine and I think about my success and I think about my beauty and my possessions and I'm so focused on things which are mine, it's normal to have some, let's say, conservation instinct. It's absolutely normal to care for ourselves and to sometimes even save money or to create some borders in terms of our belongings or our space. And that's absolutely normal. But if this comes to some kind of extreme that we are... We are completely disconnecting ourselves from other human beings and we don't have the courage to to seek for those people that we resonate with because this is it. It's like, it's a kind of resignation, like, okay, this person doesn't understand me. This person hasn't had the experiences I had. So that means that, okay, I'm not going to seek for anyone. I'm going to be here isolated, self-pity myself and have some, let's say, nice meditative state from time to time and not allowing myself to really play my role in the world and cutting myself, depriving myself of love, depriving myself of interaction, depriving myself of sharing, which is a quintessence of life. If we watch in nature to see how everything is interconnected and everything like one species is fed on another species and so on. And the, the process is always entangled and overlapped. And it is just us humans who dare to isolate ourselves from the whole process, from the whole life cycle and life game, thinking that we are special, thinking that we, we, we are special or we lack something, you know. Either way, either way is harmful. Either way is very damaging, especially if it's a process which lasts more than a couple of months. And now, as I've worked with myself very much, but just working on myself and obsessively self-observing me didn't help me. Of course, it's wonderful to be dedicated to your own spiritual growth and to take it seriously. And I'm sure that everybody who's listened to this is one person who takes spirituality very seriously. 
But this is one thing, but spirituality doesn't exist without interaction, without allowing yourself to share your gifts with other people, cook a meal for someone, smile at someone, send a hug to someone, send a song to someone, very simple things, offer a flower to to a stranger, to some old lady who seems to be lonely and sad. There are such simple things that we can do to connect to other people. And this is the secret of not feeling lonely. And to have the courage to find your tribe. Have the courage and pursue that one day, if you are courageous enough, if you are able to go through that process of being rejected by the people who don't understand you and that you cannot share experiences or you don't have a common ground with, that's fine. Don't be judgmental about those people. Just go on, go on in your journey and find those soulmates or the people that you're going to cooperate with. Be engaged. Do not lose your hope. There is a reason why you didn't find them at a specific time. And have have courage to have the courage to, to move on and and be persistent and be consistent with your journey and with your seeking for for those people to see you, to compliment you to be your allies in this life, the people that you can really build amazing things with. So, whatever it is, whatever it is bothering you, do not isolate yourself for more than a couple of days, couple of weeks. It's not worth it. Reach out to people. Reach out to any person. Just pray that you will meet someone friendly. Maybe they didn't they are not read, uh, reading about Eckhart Tolle or they are not reading about, I don't know, whatever ascended master, but maybe they have a nice heart and maybe they are kind and maybe they are going really to be very nurturing for, for, for they are going to offer you some kindness and some attention which you need now as you are alone or isolated or dealing with some maybe depression or sadness or disappointment this is really eating your energy and this is wasting precious time you will be you should be out there okay take your time do some journaling do some praying do whatever but do not linger in that state of despair and self-pity reach out to people Reach out to people. Do not allow your ego and your mind to take over and eat your energy, your precious energy. You should be out. You should be talking to people. You should be writing a book or singing or dancing or be creative. Do not let the sadness completely conquer your your heart and your soul. So, wherever you are, whatever you are doing, Allow yourself to be nourished by life. I hope this message is going to be useful and inspiring to you. Make you reflect on these things. Maybe avoid some some unpleasant moments or days. I'm sending you my blessings. See you next time.